Does the idea of going on video, IG stories, live, or maybe the new Instagram reels freak you out? Well, today is the episode for you. We are going to deep dive into the three things that you need for each of your videos and how to feel prepared, confident, and really become that expert and authority that will give solutions to your ideal client. Make sure you buckle in, listen to all the, the goodness. We're going to learn three new favorite apps that Virginia Kerr, who is a video strategist and oh my gosh, a video queen girl. Um, she is so good. So much value in this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So there's also a special challenge at the end. I hope that you join us in this challenge because video is really going to escalate your business, up your confidence, and allow you to connect. That is what's really what we're missing a lot in, in online businesses because we are not face-to-face with people. We need to get that face-to-face feel over video. And so I hope that you guys listen into the challenge, participate, put your hand up now that you will before you even know what it is because I know it's really going to help your business. It's going to help your Pinterest views. It's going to help your tr- building your trust with your ideal client. And it's just going to help you. Not to mention, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see what you do. All right, guys, let's go. Welcome back to the Multi-Passionate Mompreneur Podcast, where we choose to focus our energy, embrace our strengths, and move toward the compelled businesswomen we were meant to be. It's time to free ourselves from the chaos and the constant stream of ideas and build a life of impact and joy that honors our hard stuff, that makes meaning of our losses, and that helps us to make an impact in the world. It's time to finally take our power back and gain the follow-through that we've been desperately needing while also learning to leave the swirl behind. I'm Angel McElhaney, motherless daughter, self-discovery junkie, and not-so-master juggler of my crazy crew. And I believe you can have it all. So put down that to-do list, grab that coffee, and let's get to work, one day at a time, together. Welcome back. Today we have video marketing coach and strategist Virginia Kerr, and she helps online business owners get confident and personal on camera so they can convert their followers into loyal customers. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Virginia. Welcome. Hi, I'm excited too. I feel like everyone is needing to see faces more than ever right now with the quarantine and just with needing that social part. I mean, even when we go out, we're like this, like totally covered, you know? So, um, I even put on lipstick yesterday cause we went on, on to dinner and I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, who cares? Like, you can't even see my face hardly. <laughs> I guess while I eat, you can see me, but I feel like it does have this very important, um, vulnerability or like, in, like where you can be kind of intentionally connecting with your audience that I think is so needed. So how do you, first of all, tell us a little bit about your story to get started. And then I think we can just really get into it on how we can show up on video and get over the paralyzing fear of it. Yes. Well, I, I started in television back in the late nineties. And so I was a television reporter, TV anchor. And then eventually I went into a lifestyle type show where I produced the segments and a lot of those segments were business owners. And I knew that if I had a business owner who would come on and just, you know, pitch their products, it would not be good television. Our viewers would turn off the television. Nobody wants to feel like they're being sold to. So my job was to come up with creative, entertaining ideas. Sometimes it was to, you know, get the business owner to show a different side of them. Sometimes it was getting them to teach us something. And of course we mentioned their product, but that wasn't the main focus because we wanted it to be good television. And what happened was, people were beginning to really connect with these people, not as business owners, but just as part of our show, because a lot of them were regulars. So that's where I fell in love 
with marrying the television and the storytelling with business owners. Eventually I became a business owner. I left TV news. I started my own TV show. And the whole premise of that was to share people's stories and show people how we're all connected with our stories. And so that show is more about how people would use their struggles that they overcame and they would use that experience to help other people in similar situations. But again, I was passionate and, and just a fanatic about finding people's stories because we all have one and I call them our superpowers. If you can identify your superpower in your story, you can connect and change people's lives. You really can. And so eventually, which was, I guess a year or so ago, I started to realize I can do what I did on that show with online business owners. And I now record everything out of my laundry office is what I call it. And it's so fun because I just, I can see the diamond in the rough of all of these people who are afraid of video. But I, I also say that video is kind of like my secret weapon because if you can help someone overcome their fear of video and really find how their unique story is a gift to help others, you will help them break through the fear of many other areas of their lives. I mean, video is a super scary thing, but once you tackle that, you flex that courage muscle and you're more likely to tackle other scary things. Yeah. And actually this week, my son is going for his driving test and he was talking about how he hasn't had enough time practicing the cones. And so he was even saying, and I was like, you got to visualize yourself like with your license, like you made it pass. Right. And then he's like, well, confident. He said, my coach did say confidence is repetitive practice. And so it sounds like through stories, through reels, through just going live, through actually just doing it, that you can kind of get that repetition that is so important for actually building the confidence muscle that you speak about. <laughs> and so, and I love that you said that, um, so you have this thing that might seem even boring or maybe even super overly salesy, so we don't want to do it, but you can get creative and kind of figure out how to present it in a way that doesn't feel salesy. It doesn't feel like you're pushing something on them. It doesn't feel like a Hey girl message, which you know what I mean? So it's like, so do you have, can we just like fast forward? Cause I feel like you said so many good things there. So I know that you said that you can just like use the product. And then, um, I know that in the, on your stories, you've even said to where it's like, and use other ones. Cause it kind of builds your credibility. Cause let's face it. You don't love only the products from this one company that you get commission on. Yes. Right? You want to be seen as a resource. So I, one of the things I, I coach my clients is try to recommend something that you don't sell every day in your stories, something that your ideal person would care about. And that way they expect to learn something about some product or person or, app that you like every single day and they be they see you as a resource instead of someone who's always pushing them to buy something and yes your product is part of your brand but it's not your brand so if you're doing a tutorial on something let your product be one ingredient of that tutorial not the entire thing and again you won't come across as pushing a certain product and it's not that we're ashamed of our product or that we don't want to talk about the fact that we sell it it's just that we don't only want to talk about that and that's one of the biggest mistakes i see business business owners make is they do they they do the extremes they either only talk about their product when they go on video or they use video and never talk about their product. And that's not helping either. So you wanna find that, that happy medium. And I think the best way to do that is to flip the script and make it about the person you're talking to and not about you. How can I help someone today? How can I bring them value today? Whether that's about my business or not, 
You want them to see you as someone they can trust for good advice and information. I love that. And so when it comes to video, what is it about it that makes people connect with us or trust us? Is it just literally seeing our face or is it, do we have to be a hot mess like this? Like I am right now to you. We're connected now. Look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh. You look so good without makeup. I'm a greasy mess. You know, I, I listen, I tell people all the time, I don't want you to think that you have to take a shower and get ready for the camera every day. If you're comfortable going on camera, not wearing makeup, you know, hair in a mess, then you do that. In stories, people expect that. They want that. They want to feel like they're seeing the real you. They don't want someone made up Barbie. Now, I am a little different. I feel more confident on camera when I have a little bit of makeup on. I, I look at my old stories in my archives when I first started Instagram, and I was ridiculous. I mean, I got the curled hair and the full-on makeup. It was a little too much. I still put on makeup. I don't curl my hair because I feel more confident that way. And I want anyone who's going to be on video to feel good about how they look. And if they're cool with, you know, not having makeup on, then do that. People prefer that actually, but don't, if you're like me and you need to wear makeup, just don't wear too much makeup or, you know, look too gussied up is what I say. Cause I'm from the South. <laughs> Uh, that's great. And so um, when it comes to showing up on like Instagram versus Facebook or pre-record, pre like where, where's the best way for her to start if she's afraid? I don't think you should jump on a live video because that is the scariest. <laughs> I do think stories is the best place to go. And listen, I've been in television or I was in television and I've been in video, you know, if you put all those years together over 20 years. I was still terrified to show up on stories in a video for the first time. I was terrified to show up on TikTok for the first time. And then it took me months to actually use my real voice and my face on, I mean, I use my face, but my real voice on TikTok because I was just doing the lip dubs for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I get it. It's scary. But the faster you jump in and start doing it, the faster you're going to get over that hump. So stories is a great place because it's 15 seconds long. We don't need you to talk for two minutes. In fact, it's very obvious that stories or Instagram doesn't want you to talk for two minutes. They cut you off. And there's a reason for that. People get bored. So a short little 15 second video with a picture after it, you know, supporting what you just talked about is better than if you were to go on for two minutes. So just try doing a 15 second video, giving, you know, showing something that you like to use, a routine or a life hack that you use, something that can help somebody. I love that. And I love that you're saying for them to have a purpose of it, because I think that's important. So that, cause some people need to be like, well, what do I talk about? Or why would someone care about this? <laughs> you know, there's some people where it's like, I don't understand why people would watch this, you know? And the thing is, is people crave connection. They, um, I feel like really want to feel like they know you. And I think that's super important. So, so with the Instagram video clips, I also know that you say you don't have to, introduce yourself every time you don't have to say like your life story which you can't in 15 seconds you get straight to the point you figure like you're talking to them as if they already know you which i think is huge but do you have any other tips for how you show up at other places um in that regard like for not introducing yourself or uh just getting straight to the point i don't introduce myself on anything now if i was on youtube that would be a different story but tiktok stories instagram igtv these people already follow you. I would hope they already know who you are. They followed you for a reason. And if you are assuming, and you should, so I talk to the camera every day as if I am talking to an ideal client. She is someone who owns a business. 
She wants to know video tips. She wants to know how she can connect with her viewer. I just assume that is exactly who I'm talking to. And if it's not that person, then they can leave because that's, I'm not there for them. And so they know my name, they know what I do. And I get right to the point. If you go on and say, happy Friday, good morning, how are y'all doing? Hey, my name's Virginia Kerr, I'm a video coach. People would just swipe so fast because our brains are so used to getting so much information now on social media that it automatically filters out anything it's used to hearing. You've gotta grab their attention with a hook, with what's in it for them. What are you about to do or say that's going to help them in some way? And you tell them right when you open your mouth. Okay, can you give us an example of the hook? Yes. Okay, give us an example. The three biggest mistakes online business owners make when it comes to video. And then I would explain what it is. Love that. Okay, I think that's a tangible tip that people can use like starting tomorrow or t- Monday because, you know, in case they get off of, of social for the weekend. <laughs> but um, I love that. And I also love that you said for them to kind of um, to get straight to the point and to think about talking exactly to their person because this person will will like you and know you and feel like they're talking to you and you're going to be using their language so they're probably going to go back and consume all your content so when it comes to live one thing i see people do and i i'm guessing that you probably agree is the waiting like let me wait for people to hop onto this so that and here's the thing if you think about the replay on anyone that's consuming that content later they just have dead air of you just looking there. So are, do you They're have any tips? For you. They are not going to wait for you. In fact, more people are, are going to watch the replay if you do it the right way than they would have if it was live. If you don't do it the right way, then if you didn't have a lot of people in your live, you're going to have even fewer on your replay. I get right to the point. And backing up, because all of this goes together. Yes. One of the biggest reasons people are afraid is because they're so concerned about what people think of them. But if you're talking to one person and you know that you're here to help them, that takes the pressure off of you. But number two, and probably even more important than that, is you've got to be prepared. Now, I can go live on the fly and I can, I can shoot something recorded in stories on the fly. But it's only because I've trained my brain to think really fast about what I want to say, how I want them to feel, and what I want to teach them. But it's still prepping. I'm still prepping, even if it only takes me a few minutes but, or a few seconds. But back in the day when I started in television, my brain was not wired that way. It took me a lot longer. I had to make sure, and I still write things down. I still write bullet points down. When I shoot a TikTok and I want, I mean, I've got 15 seconds because ideally you want it to be 15 seconds or less and same with Instagram Reels. I have my, my bullet points written down. I don't script it because I don't want to sound scripted, but I always know what I'm going to say. And if, if people would just take a minute to ask themselves, what am I going to teach her? And what are the three things that I want her to take away from this? What's my hook going to be? And what do I want her to do after she watches this? Do I want her to answer a poll sticker after that story? Do I want her to DM me with questions? Do I want her to click on a link in my bio? What's the call to action? Once you know those things, so I'll repeat them, the hook, the three to five bullet points, and the call to action. Once you know those, your video is planned. Now it's not as scary because you know what you're going to talk about. You know what you're going to say. And we talked about having that confidence, but that also gives you an authority. Like you will actually feel like you know what you're going to, you know, you have that, that knowledge of, I know exactly what value I'm going to bring. So you probably change even how you talk, you know, and how you show up. So call to action, a trigger, or what was it? A hook, a call to action. And it was a hook, your three to five bullet points, what you're going to teach them. 
or you know the main points about whatever it is you're talking about and then the call to action the call to action yes that's something that i see missing so much it's even in stories like you're talking about your product or you're in these other things and you've got you've done that right and then maybe you are talking about something else and then you're rambling instead of just like asking a question or using the graphics that they give you up there in the corner but that whole point of doing the offer like do you, you know, DM me for more or, you know, here, swipe up. I, I don't have 10,000 followers. So I'll say swipe up to DM me, <laughs> you know, cause it has a little message thing. Um, but doing the call to action because otherwise you're just leaving them hanging, right? Okay. I, I saw that. I love that and I want it, but what do I do now? You know? And so that's it great. Also, it's like a one-way conversation. If you only talk at them and you never ask them a question because your call to action doesn't have to be a pitch. Your call to action could be, are you excited about Instagram reels or not? Or will you use Instagram reels? Nope, not interested. You know, anything like that, because you also want to create a two-way conversation and you also want to get a feel for what your audience does like you talking about. Or in my case, I did that poll and asked people, are you going to be using Instagram reels? And then I can go in and I can message the people who said, maybe not really interested. And I can say, well, what about Instagram reels is holding you back? And that's great content. For me to use in my next video oh you'll get their exact language you'll actually get free market research right for you'll see their problems that you can then turn around and solve and you could even really honestly pre present the solution to them and it wouldn't be salesy at all you're saying hey i i made this freebie or this content or this thing that speaks exactly to where you were you know having this roadblock here it is fixed i hope you enjoy yeah, it. let me know you what you think you hit it when you said you'll get their exact language I'll get off a client call. I did one the other day and I got off the call. I did my, I call them teachable moments. I try to do one every single day. I don't try. I do one every single day in Instagram stories. And my teachable moment was, do you know, I said, is video because you're afraid you sound stupid. You are going to look like you want to be the center of attention, even though you don't want to, or you're afraid you'll say the wrong thing. Those were literally the words my client said, but I knew if I used her language, I would, hit the hearts of those people who are watching who are afraid of video you know we are our ideal person except we've grown up and we've learned from our mistakes or we've overcome something and a lot of times we forget what it felt like before we overcame those mistakes and learned that thing that now we talk about and so i have to use the language of my clients because I do forget how scary it was when I first started on video and I want to make sure I'm identifying or I'm, I'm relating to the person who's watching. So I use their language. I think that that's super critical for being right where they're at, because instead of like talking down to them, cause now we've talked about, you have this confidence, you have this authority so that you can feel confident in presenting, but then you also don't want to be way up here kind of talking down to them. Instead, you want to be right down in it with them, you know? And so I think that is a critical part of, and it's a balance. It's kind of like, oh, I want to like edify myself, but then I also want to be relatable. <laughs> it's like, and, and so why do we care about um, stories when it comes to, well, we talked about stories, we talked about lives, but what about reels? I love reels, but you have to understand I've been on TikTok since October and I'm a TikTok junkie. I've watched and TikToks. I've watched your TikToks. I've watched your, you know, like I've watched a lot and I think they're great and they're entertaining, which is a piece of the like engagement posts. Like I have a thing out there, like the six category, like the entertainment piece people miss a lot because people want to laugh. People need to smile. Yeah. So, but how do we start? Because, or what are the basics? Can you like break it down for the newbies? 
as far as the way that it works, like the function. Yeah, like okay. so if they're if they've never made a TikTok and now Instagram Reels has come out, and yeah. then we're telling them like you should go try this because video is where it's at. Yes. So how do they start? They probably don't start with a reel. Probably maybe we should tell them to like. Yeah, go I, would, I would start with an Instagram story because in reels, if you go on your explore page and you watch the reels, I mean they they've got all of the TikTok and Instagram famous people up there with the millions of followers. That's who you're going to see first. They've got some amazing editing going on. Please do not think that you have to do that. Now, if you want to try it, feel free because it's fun. But it may be really intimidating too, and we don't want you to you know. We don't want you to fail before you even get started because you think you have to do what they're doing. The difference in reels and Instagram stories as far as the technology behind it and, and the function is in Instagram reels, you can do multiple shots, multiple edits within 15 seconds versus on stories, it's just one solid shot in one 15 second clip. And, but Instagram reels, you're able to go in and time out the clips so that you've got multiple shots, multiple edits, you've got multiple text bubbles coming up at timed, you know, segments. If you really, if you don't want to mess with all the functions and features of Instagram reels, you can certainly go use a video editing app and edit inside that and then just upload it from your phone. In fact, I do that right now because they're still working out some kinks and bugs. And sometimes when I try to time out the text inside Instagram reels, it doesn't always stick or I, I hit buttons that are really sensitive and it screws up what I'm trying to do. So if, if that stuff is overwhelming to you, then just go edit it inside an app, but it does need to be, and here's another glitch. Even though it says 15 seconds, I'm noticing that if you go all the way to the 15 seconds on Instagram reels, it clips off the very end. So try to make it like 13 to 14 seconds, no longer than that. But the difference as far as content is you have to see Instagram reels as an opportunity for a random stranger to find you. And this is really important when we go back to talking about, are you bringing value? If you go on Instagram reels and just pitch your products or pitch your service, nobody's going to go and check out who you are because you're just selling them something. But if you educate them, inspire them or entertain them, and they remember that, they're more likely to go and say, who is this person? I want to go see what else she's got to offer. And then you just got a totally random stranger who may have never found you on Instagram checking out your account. So now they can go to stories and they can get to know you a little bit better because you've got the, the more unedited raw version of you in stories, still giving value, but they get to see, you know, the relaxed behind the scenes version. That's great. And so do you have any favorite apps for us to maybe check out in order to do that? Yes. Now I tell people if they've never edited anything before video shop S H O P is a good one. It's very basic. If you want one that allows you to, you know, add some sound effects and you know, effects of any kind, then you can try out InShot or InLight video leap. And that's E N L I G H T video L E A P. Those two are a little bit more fancy, but they give you more options. And for some reason, the video shop one, my lip sync started to uh, get off and that was annoying to me. So I, I stopped using that one, but it is a really easy one. If you just want to go in and have multiple clips and you can go in and trim them to, to make tighter edits. I, lo I love all that. This is so much good tips. Did you, I know we talked before we hopped on that we want to not only get people all the knowledge, because sometimes you're like, okay, I learned something. I'm going to consume input, all this information, but that's not really going to help you on video too much unless you just get out there. Cause like you said, like you're going to still be afraid. You're still going to have that like, 
oh gosh, I'm about to hit the live button or did I sound, you know, I don't know. You're, you're worried about what other people are thinking and all that. So what do we do for a challenge to just get out there? I would say just do one 15 second video inside stories. And like I said before, people don't want to see a long video. So here's a great one. If you want to use all the elements that I talked about, which is the hook, the bullet points and the call to action, you can do that. And only one of those has to be an actual video. So let's say I get on camera and I say the three biggest mistakes business owners make when it comes to video. That's my video. That's all I said. And I said that in less than 10 seconds. Then if I wanted to, I could make the next clip a written text and I'm showing an image. Maybe it's a picture of me looking down at my phone and not at the camera lens because that is one of the biggest mistakes people make. And I don't even have to say it. I could just show that picture and then in a text bubble say, number one, people looking at themselves instead of the camera lens. Then my second one could be a boomerang and I could show people, what's another one? Not looking at the light. They've got the light behind them. There's another mistake right there where they've got the light behind them. So I could do a boomerang pointing at the window behind me. And then I, my text could be putting a light behind you instead of in front of you. And then my third one could be a video or it could be another picture. And then my fourth story could be the call to action. And all that is, is a, is a poll sticker or a question sticker, asking them a question and getting them to respond. You could say, are you using video right now in my situation? So that is a way for you to do a very valuable series of stories. And you only did one video that was less than 10 seconds long. I love that you just taught us three ways <laughs> and also how to do it. So that was a double lesson, guys. Um, I think all of this is great, and I can't wait to check out your stories and your reels as this reels has happened. Um, and I have only tried the one reels, but I will do the challenge of putting myself out there to do one where I actually teach someone, and it's not just Thea going down the slide. <laughs> but um, do you have another challenge? Like, so do we, we put them out onto the um, Instagram stories. Do you want them to tag us? Should they tag? We need some proof here. Are they going to oh, do it? Yeah, you can tag. I, I would love to see it. And if you want to have, if you want me to critique or if you want me to give you ideas, if you want to do the challenge, but you're like, I don't know what to talk about, then message me. I'll give you some ideas. All right. We need to name this. What I'm all about. <laughs> all right. So guys, you're going to tag us um, with, so tag me and tag, tag Virginia because I want to see them too. And yes. then um, let's hashtag this. Um, what do I don't know? Think of something. Let's come on on the spot. <laughs> it could be uh, stories challenge or video challenge. Video challenge. All right. Hashtag video hashtag challenge. challenge. I know some ladies who are all for a challenge and they are going to do it. I know for sure. So, um, <laughs> but where can they find you? So what is your Instagram? Where do you hang out? And, and just all the things. Okay, this is Virginia Kerr, K-E-R-R. -R. This is Virginia Kerr on Instagram, and this is Virginia Kerr also on TikTok. I have two accounts on TikTok. One of them is K-E-R, and one of them is K-E-R-R. -R. This is Virginia Kerr, is both of them, but one of them only has, one has one R, one has two. And I only tell you that because I want to show you how you can be the full freak side of you on on video. So one of my accounts is all fun and games. I'm in wigs. I write skits. Not that you have to do that. I'm just telling you, when you start to let yourself play, because I think as adults, I don't think, I know, as adults, especially as women, we forget to be fun and just play and not take ourselves so seriously. We're so worried about what other women are going to think about us. But as soon as you start to just let that freak flag fly, you're going to realize that people are going to connect with you on a, a, a 
whole different level because they want permission to be themselves too. And so that's how I started on TikTok was just having fun and, and being the thespian person <laughs> that I am and have always been. And then my other one is all about video tips, but I still, I'm still kind of, cause I do what you said was so true. People want to be educated and they want to be entertained and there's no reason you can't marry the two. You can't, there's no reason you can't teach and be entertaining at the same time. And so that's always my goal because I want people to have fun. I think that video can be fun. And I think that's the, the whole misconception that it's instead of scary and, you know, fearful that it can be fun and relatable and a, and a really good tool for you to move really just um, strangers into some super fans or at least someone who will communicate back. Cause that's what so many are missing. Like, I feel like I'm talking to people. I have this thing for them, but they're just not responding. And so I think this is one big part that can get them to talk back. All right. Well, I just want to thank you again. <clears throat> Got a frog in my throat. <laughs> anyway, just want to thank you again and just remind my audience that you are capable, you are strong, and you can do the hard stuff. Wishing you joy and abundance, Angel. Hey mama, before you go, did you know that I do Facebook group focus plans and I actually have a new course coming out soon? Yes, if you're tired of the crickets or not sure how to show up on Facebook and what to post and wasting hours that really we don't have as busy mompreneurs, then you need to shoot me a DM or you can email me at info at so that you can get onto the pre-launch waitlist. Now, this is going to be something that is going to be huge for showing you how to create groups, how to create that nurturing, um, really relationship that you're going to build from bringing someone who is a stranger who doesn't know you to doing the daily things to where you can kind of connect and nurture and figure out how to make them into a super fan. I can't wait to share it with you guys. I'm really excited. As I'm creating this, I'm realizing that People really just need connection, and I hope that you use video in it too. So definitely check it out over there. And if you haven't already, take the time to shoot me a DM or let me know what it is that you're wanting to see more on the show. I love hearing what you guys are thinking. And then if you haven't gotten a chance to do a review, stop over, write a quick review, share it in your stories, tag me, and I just really appreciate it. It is the number one way that you can show me that you're listening to the show, that you're taking something from it, and that we are connected. I love community and I hope that you are in our multi-passionate mompreneur group because I want to know exactly what you guys are doing, what you're working on, and so that we can have that collaboration that is so needed right now. All right, guys, until next time, Angel.